Hello, and welcome to the Pretty Pixels Podcast. That did not work. I am one of your hosts, Joey Crunwell, here today with Paul, Breaker of Thrones, Groskopf. How are you doing, sir? Doing well, Rita. If you're looking, if you're some kind of royalty figure and you're looking for somewhere comfy to sit, look again, because I broke the throne. (laughs) (laughs) And Ron. Paul broke the toilet again. Yeah. After all that Chipotle. Am I right, Ron? Best restaurant in the world. Double high five. Ron was just, just praising Chipotle to high heaven. I know. I'm like, recording. Ron, we have Pra- to start the show. Praising, Ch- like, praising, Ron. praising Chipotle and Comcast <laughs> Internet. <laughs> Future sponsors. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and Ron, Thefter of Autos, Kluinski. How are you doing, sir? I mean, could be better now, but whatever. <laughs> Hopefully it's better after we kick ass at this week's game. Who knew that review? The third. Oh, wait. Third (laughs) Third strike. strike. Third strike. Yeah. I almost said who knew that review? Alpha 3, because I love Street Fighter Alpha 3, but that doesn't sound... Alpha 3 kind of sounds like first, third. I hated that. I hated that naming convention. Me too, but I love that game. It's a a great game. Yeah, but I hate like Alpha, Alpha 2. No, don't call it Alpha 2. Call it Beta. Beta, yeah. And then whatever is after beta. Charlie? No. That sounds dumb. That's not, is it, it's not Charlie. Oh, that's, s- that's, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking of the... You're thinking of uh, phonetic code. Yeah. Uh, Alpha, beta, centauri? That's a, that's a thing. I don't know. Who knows? This is not the... This is not the linguistic podcast, so <laughs> uh, let's talk about video games. So next week, before gamma. we get started, gamma. Gam- gamma is the third. Gamma is wow. the third. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, zeta, iota, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, chi, omicron, is... omicron, omicron. Oh, what? Pi, pro, sigma. Okay, that's good. Okay, we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> I almost do all of them. Hold on. Epsilon, Omega is Omega's the last one, right? Psi, Omega. <laughs> Omega Man. There we go. <laughs> um, before we get to the news, I have uh, a big announcement. So next week, Tab is going to be joining me to talk in depth about Horizon Forbidden West. We're trying to nail down the scheduling. We might, in theory, have to push it back another week, but I think we're going to be able to make next week work. Um, so we're both playing it. We're really excited. And we're going to announce our second giveaway kind of because our first which was a download code for Thronebreaker, which we mentioned last episode again started as kind of a joke but we are serious about it so the first person to send in some kind of fan art of Thronebreaker gets a download code for Thronebreaker for the platform of your choice so we have a spare code for horizon forbidden west but with Thronebreaker, we'll just buy you a code to send in think about like the old fan art that people would send into like nintendo power egm like envelope fan art it doesn't have to be great just go look up if you haven't played the game look up some images and you want to play it look up images draw us a little sketch or something like that get out your crayons or your markers <laughs> and we will send the first person who sends us fan art of Thronebreaker a code for the game. But we do have a spare code for Horizon Forbidden West just laying around. So uh, for the uh, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. So listen next week for a chance to win that code. So I'll tweet a few reminders. Um, If you don't follow me on Twitter, you can either follow me or just set a reminder for yourself to check out next week's episode. 
Um, I haven't decided yet what I'm going to have people do, if it's just going to be a random drawing or if you'll have to submit something. But listen next week for more details and we will give away a code. We also have a physical game that we're going to give away the week after next, but I'll wait until next week to announce that. So I'm excited. How about you guys? You guys ready to give give some stuff away? First, give it away now, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers said. <laughs> yeah, I I am as excited about that as I am about finally having another person to talk about Thronebreaker with. So <laughs> send in your art and also your comments about the game because I am ready. I'm ready for all of it. Let's go. Or or That's... you know what? If instead of art, if you write like your own. So, original song about how much you love Thronebreaker that also counts. So yeah, if if you've been waiting for I mean, that, song, songs are art. Exactly, so. exactly. So yes, you you I won't like always you, think of. Oh, sorry, you also ahead. added like fine print there. You were like, I'm excited to have a new person to talk about Thronebreaker with. So just know that when you submit these things, you were absolutely required to have at least one conversation with Paul about <laughs> Thronebreaker once you've played. Paul will buy a, that we send we'll, you. we're buying Paul a burner phone that you can call into <laughs> so not give away his real phone number. This is getting complicated and a little creepy. So and it's at least it's at least an hour you have to talk to him about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll also I'll also wait at a, a public um payphone of your your choosing if <laughs> I won't use it because it doesn't work, away. but <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. It, it is for like decoration only, but I will I will wait by it just in case you can look out your window and see me down there and i'll <laughs> look around suspiciously but um but yeah so listen next week or follow me on twitter for reminders about how to get that code we don't have a lot of news this week one of the things we mentioned last week was that mysterious countdown that capcom had started and there were a lot of ideas about what it could be the prevailing one was that it was going to be something street fighter related because uh, the most recent Street Fighter tournament was ending on the day that the announcement uh, or the countdown ran out. And it was indeed an announcement for Street Fighter VI. It was an incredibly short teaser that just showed the rippling unit of a Ryu. Ryu. Um, and it also showed Luke, who was introduced in Street Fighter V. The only thing Street, Fi- or Street Fighter Capcom has said is more news to come summer 2022. So I'm assuming E3 or Summer Games Fest or something like that. How are I know Ron, like you like Street Fighter. It's been a while since you've like you got Street Fighter four, right? Uh I have four and I got five because it was one of the um, uh PS plus games and I didn't get into five as I did with four. I, know, I think same. It, I think it was because I didn't have like you to play with, sort of thing. Yeah. Like it's 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 more it's not fun playing online. And I it hate was- playing randos. Yeah, and the story mode for Street, Street Fighter Five at launch was—I don't remember if it was non-existent. It, it, or it, yeah, it was just, non-existent. It was like it was coming later, so it was like an afterthought. So yeah, and they added it, and it was not—it was not good. It wasn't the yeah. story from four, which was it just really it, good. it did. It didn't seem like it played as well either for some reason. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, Paul, what's your experience with the Street Fighter series? A very casual fan. I have played a little bit of it. Um. I'm not very good at fighting games generally, so I feel like I, I'm i not qualified to to say, like, or I don't know, I, I'm not qualified to, like, kind of speak on my, my 
certain expertise about it but it is exciting that there's a new one coming out and maybe maybe this street fighter 6 will be my my way into the series or something so well yeah we'll we'll see but i i'm i'm very sort of in awe of people who are super good at uh fighting games as well like i followed um a lot of like marvel versus capcom players you know at uh, esport tournaments and stuff just because yeah like some of the combos they can string together just so amazing yeah i think because like i don't play fighting games competitively it's hard to even you know play them multiplayer with friends because and it's one of the reasons that i like nintendo's multiplayer games is they try to make games that you know are different every time like in theory sure if you're really good at mario kart that you know again that game has gotten to the point where the balance is really tight so you would probably normally win but who knows like maybe not maybe you're gonna get hit with a blue shell or something like that um, but with fighting games, I feel like once people settle into their skill set, it's al- almost always this, you know what I mean? Like with with Ron and I, we would start playing a fighting game. We would like rent it or one of us would buy it and we'd be going back and forth. Like Ron would win a couple matches. I'd win a couple matches. But then eventually one of us would get better. And then it was like Ron would win 80% of the matches. I would win 20. And like it stops becoming fun at that point. But with Street Fighter, like it has such a, a roster of characters and so that initial like when you buy it i love playing through the story mode so i'm hoping that the story mode for this one is good like it was in four or some of the previous like i love the again street fighter alpha 3 is one of my favorite street fighters i love the story mode in that but uh but yeah like maybe i guess we'll have to see you know they said more to come summer 2022 so i imagine the game is not going to be out this year but the art style is very reminiscent of street fighter 4 and 5 where Again, Ryu Ryu is, you know, his head is like, or his body is about five times as wide as his head. It's just, he's massive. He's just a big rectangle of muscle. Oh, he's massive. Um, All right. Oh, you would know, wouldn't you? No, I'm just kidding. Um, That doesn't make any sense. But they haven't shown shown Chun-Li yet. So I'm I'm always interested in the new, you know, iteration of Chun-Li. So as you're wearing your Chun-Li shirt right now. I was going to say, you've shown Chun-Li in your awesome shirt that you're wearing. Yeah. Yep. Chun-Li with my shirt. I got his Chun-Li tattoo on my wrist. Oh, sure. Um, Yeah. My little, she hurt really badly, but she was worth it. She's beautiful. One of my favorite tattoos. Um, They also announced, Capcom also announced the Capcom Fighting Collection, which has 10 fighting games. Ron, I know you can see the show notes, but but maybe don't look at them for a second. In in Capcom's fighting collection, how many Street Fighter games do you think there would be? I mean, so they re- already released a bunch of Street Fighter anniversary collections, right? Uh so I'm I'm not. I already I already I already saw <laughs> I know, the trailer. You already know, yeah. <laughs> uh so I'm not surprised that there, like, is only one. Right, uh, Street Fighter in there, which is probably like, well, I guess it's Hyper Street Fighter. Oh yeah, Hyper Street Fighter Two, that is like the 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 Omega mm-hmm. Street Fighter Two. <laughs> uh, so I could see why they would only release just that one and not any of the others. But I mean, like again, they've released Street Fighter Anniversary Collections how many times already? Like absolutely, yeah. And how many Dark Shockers uh, collections have they released? Yeah, zero. So yeah, it makes sense. It's just I would have thought they would have named it something else. Cause I saw a Capcom fighting collection. I'm like, is this going to be like a best of like their best fighting games? And no, it's focusing on stuff that has not been released in the U S or has not been released for home console. So, uh, it, 
contains Darkstalkers, the Night Warriors, Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge, uh, Vampire Savior, the Lord of Vampire, which is a weird title, Vampire Hunter 2, Darkstalkers Revenge, um, which that and Vampire Savior 2, the Lord of Vampire, I think this is the first time they're being released in the US. And then Red Earth is a game that has only been released in arcade. So, and then they also have Cyber Shots, Full Metal Madness, Super Gem Fighter Mini Mix, Super Fi- Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, and then Hyper Street Fighter about. 2. That, I've heard, is like an amazing puzzle game. I, so, I love Puzzle, puzzle Fighter. It's so great. Yeah. There, it's going to release uh, for all platforms June 24th of this year. So yet another another summer release. So any interest in this collection? I might get it just because I like having these kinds of collections where it's like a bunch of games that I've never played, you know, and, you know, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 is going to be fun to, to play, I think. I've but, always enjoyed the Dark Soccer games, so I, I might yeah. pick it up. And plus Puzzle Fighter, like I'll buy it for Puzzle Fighter. Yeah. Paul, you going to pick this up or have any interest? I know you said you're uh, not really into fighting games, but. Yeah, well, I, I, I do like them. Um, but yeah, not I'm not a, a super a super fan, though, if it ends up on Game Pass, you know, I, I would I would love to, to give it a try. And hopefully hopefully that'll be the case. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think um, it seems like the right kind of game for Game Pass, too, because I think it's the type of thing where fans of these things will would buy this. But like, who else is going to check it out? This is not a casual gamers kind of collection, you know, so. I can see it coming to that. Um, but Bioware said in a blog post that they are right in the middle of production on the next Dragon Age game. So they actually laid out in the blog post g- very generally how production on a game goes. And they talk about pre-production and design and production and post-production alpha and beta and everything. And they said they're, again, quote, right in the middle of the production phase. So that doesn't necessarily tell us much, <laughs> but... It tells us that there are assets that have been designed, characters and settings and maps and things like that have probably been uh, finished to some degree, and it's coming together. So it's like a real thing. It seems unlikely that it's going to change or delay much beyond this. So I'm hoping that this means that next year they'll enter Alpha or maybe even close by the end of the year, finish by the end of the year. Um, They'll go Omega. The They'll the get to Omega. That's right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, any excitement for this, Paul? You, I can't, I f- keep forgetting. Have you played the Dragon? You have not played the Dragon yeah, Age the dra- games, right? They are a mark of shame on my, <laughs> my sort of uh, gaming, you know, backlog. I, I, yeah, I, I, I need to play them. I love Bioware. I love everything they're about. Um, I love Mass Effect, obviously. So, yeah, I'm. I, I need to this. So, you know, this is great. I'm glad that they're in the production phase, but it seems like they're going to take a little time because maybe between now and then I can get caught up with the Dragon Age series and then be ready because, uh, yeah, I'm 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 really excited about this. I want I want this to be like Bioware's like sort of heroic, you know, comeback moment where things didn't go their way so much with um andromeda and then anthem so maybe this will be uh, a, a real return to form which would be would be absolutely lovely yeah ron hey, have you played any of the bioware games no none no not not for you not your no thing. not my thing i tried i tried mass effect couldn't get into it so yeah um i feel like you would like dragon age more but if you're I not also, a fan of like the formula i also didn't like skyrim 
because of the fantasy stuff. So I don't think I would like Dragon Age either. Yeah, you, yeah, that's right. You've never really been into fantasy no. too much, right? You really tried with Skyrim too. You really, I did. Really I played for like an hour, and I'm just like, no, this is not doing it for me at all. Do you think you'll pick it up again? There's 14 versions out, so nah. <laughs> Maybe I'll play. Maybe I'll play the Google version. <laughs> Wait, Ron, but you have, you haven't tried the version with fishing in it yet. Maybe that'll change your whole. That's right. <laughs> your yeah. whole, whole experience. Is that the one they released exclusively in Japan? They have, to have fishing mini game. In my dissertation, I'm going to be talking about how Japanese games have fishing mini games and how it's reflective of Japanese culture, and we don't really find them in that many Western games. And then suddenly Western games are like, no, 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 wait, here's some fishing minis. And I'm like, damn it. Um, it's because of the influence of those Japanese games, but it's not as reflective of our, our culture. But uh, but no, I'm, I'm really excited. I love the Dragon Age games. A lot of people, I don't know, if you look at the discourse around Dra- Dragon Age Inquisition, it was one of those things where it was sort of unfairly compared to The Witcher 3 at the time. And so a lot of people ended up kind of shitting on it, but then people have gone back and played it and been like, why did people shit on it? It got great scores. It got it won some awards and stuff like that. But at the time in that bubble of like release, there was a lot of people being like, well, it's not like the Witcher three. It's not like this. And it's not like that. But um, I really like that. It's probably my favorite of the series. Although in terms of romance options, it ha- I don't want to spoil anything for, for Paul or anyone else, but there's a, a notable, I don't even know what I would call it, but there's a character that I can't romance in that one that I really want to romance. And they're in the game, and so like let me romance them. <laughs> but but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that more later. But let's talk about what we've been playing. Speaking of of Bays, have you played any more Stardew Valley, Paul? So, um unfortunately no. My Stardew my Stardew Valley playthrough has been halted. But um <laughs> not my love for Penny, who if you missed Two episodes ago, dear <laughs> listeners, um, is my official bay in the game. I want to bring her gifts and you know ask her to dance at the uh, the, the, the the was it the flower festival or like the flower dance yeah. and have her not say no this time. <laughs> unlike last time, it was so horrible. Um, but no, I have not had a uh, um, that going on, but. I started playing Cyberpunk 2077, and let's just say Ooh. there's a new, as one bay door closes, another <laughs> opens. Baywatch. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, what, was it? what did I say? I don't remember what I said, but but so who who is the new bay? Like, have you fully decided on a bay first in Cyberpunk, or is it like you're moving toward a specific character? So I haven't met everyone, but I'm thinking Judy is my mm. my bay. I am yes, I know. We've had a couple of interactions. I like the vibe she's putting out. I'm putting out a, a, another vibe that is very flirtatious, and we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> Judy is only romanceable by female characters. Yep. Is that correct? Damn it. Yeah, that's yes. yeah. I'm I'm very jealous. Uh, I made a male a male V, and because I was like, I got to be myself, got to make myself in the game as I always do. We got to be a a bald bearded dude. <laughs> and then I met Judy, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, you, got, you, ha- you have Pan Am though, so that's who I ended up romancing. Yeah, but I prefer Judy. 
for yep. sure. Well, that was my yeah. I immediately when we met, I was like, oh fuck, and I looked it up on Google. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and, and yep, we're all we're all good. So full <laughs> full steampunk ship ahead. You know? <laughs> I'm editing that out. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> but okay, so Baywatch aside, what are your thoughts about Cyberpunk? Because you and Ron both were holding off until this new version came out. There's been lots of positive buzz. It doesn't seem perfect. It still seems like there's some problems, but um how are you liking Cyberpunk so far? I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What was everyone complaining about? So yeah, no, 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 it is. yeah. What I heard there's something that happened with it. No, honestly, uh I'm so glad I waited because especially looking at footage of it pre um PS5 update versus like how it looks now. Like the game just looks and runs way smoother and like right now, like the textures look great and I'm playing in performance mode and like I haven't encountered really any pop in like it's been like really smooth. Um, Crowd density looks way better than it did before. Like the city seems like full and people are reacting in ways that like make sense. Um, Mm -hmm. As opposed to I heard that used to just be like really distracting, you know, like the kind of crowd behavior and stuff. Yeah. I um yeah I love the music in it is amazing. Um, Jacqueline and I have been bopping to it uh, throughout our entire playthrough. I listen to it at work um, because it's uh, it's just like it's so great. I think the story is really compelling so far. I've been I've been kind of getting sidetracked a little bit um, with other stuff in the world, so I have not been bla- sort of blasting through the the main story. Though I don't tend generally tend to do that in like these bigger sort of open world RPGs, anyways. So. That's been great. And um yeah, no, I, I'm having a really good time with it. There is one one thing I will just say. I encountered a weird glitch. And I wanna, you know, if anyone listening to this like knows a fix or whatever, um please call in or email in because I would love to, to to hear about it. But um in the game, money is is notoriously sort of hard to to make in cyberpunk and like the the economy can be pretty rough but one thing you can do is um if you invest in your hacking skill tree you can get like a a lot of money from access points because there are a few perks that kind of help you do that but i have a weird sort of bug right now where i can get money from access points but if there's more than one in a specific area I'll get money from the first one, but every subsequent one after that will not give me money. It is so weird. Um, and I don't know what that's about because I've heard I've been online. I I've seen that like people were having issues with them not working or not giving like legendary quick hack components or whatever, like, um, certain other things, but this one's weird because it works every time and then it doesn't like it works very consistently the same way but like it's weirdly broken in a way that i haven't seen people online talk about it so like that's one thing that's kind of weird but otherwise i'm having a really great time with it which is um awesome though it sucks because elden ring comes out tomorrow um (laughs) (laughs) god damn it and now i i feel incredibly torn that can Um, wait you can just put that to the side. It'll oh, still be there waiting oh. for you. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, the conundrum. Uh, it's, so, it's so painful. It looks so good. 
it is getting so you know many great reviews which is a real boon for you joey because you picked it in our our draft (laughs) um and i thought wow like the the hype is so real and every fiber of my being wants to like call in sick tomorrow and just start playing it (laughs) (laughs) so what are you what are you gonna do are you gonna put cyberpunk aside or are you gonna wait I don't know. I don't know. Still um, undecided. I still. That's I, what. That's why you couldn't sleep. That was the problem. You were saying. <laughs> Paul was saying he couldn't sleep last night. You woke up in the middle of the night. And you, he's like, I was thinking about all the. That's what it was. That you were like, what do I do? I still haven't decided. So. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever know unless there's a way to play them like simultaneously somehow <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could you could probably do like one day cyberpunk the next day but that would fuck with your brain i feel like but especially yeah. they're two completely different like control systems <laughs> yeah. yeah that 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 is very true and i think with um my experience with other from software games it takes a little while to get in like the rhythm of like combat and everything so to repeatedly be like pulled out of that and then like put back in oh that'd be very weird um i don't know well okay so here are my thoughts i think this is so painful to admit one possible way i could approach this is like i'll finish cyberpunk and i'll just keep playing that and in the interim while i'm doing that i will avoid all um major spoilers online and other things about elden ring and it'll give some time for like the wikis and those other resources to develop which i really i really like because like um before i dive into like a game like elden ring i like to look like oh how do the different classes work and like what kinds of builds do people like to use and like do a little bit of homework so maybe maybe if i wait if i wait to play it um all that stuff will just sort of develop and you know i'll I'll give it time to grow and ripen and then i'll pluck it like a delicious um i don't know (laughs) apple or something (laughs) yeah and it all will be well so yeah maybe maybe i'll do that but also it's available tomorrow so i and it's downloaded on my ps5 now so maybe if i just start it um and beat it in a day it'll be fine yeah you you can just not go to sleep and just like just start playing it as soon as it unlocks and then just do that we need sleep Yeah, yeah, you weren't, weren't having sleep problems anyway, right? So, <laughs> um, yeah, we're, I'm really excited to hear your report. Whether, like, regardless, so if you do end up playing Cyberpunk next week, we have our Horizon episode, so it's just going to be Tab and I. But the week after, if you still play Cyberpunk, I'd be curious about any side missions that you've done. So, like, maybe you know, take note of some of those because I would love to talk about some of the side quests because I think some of them are really interesting. Um, or if you play Elden Ring, I'd love to hear your first impressions. So we'll talk about that the week after next. Ron, looks like you've been playing an, a brand new, very exciting game. Can you tell us about it? Uh, it's actually a classic game that just got re-released. Uh, oh, it, it gets re-released every couple, you know, every couple months. Uh, <laughs> Internet ex- issues extreme. Uh, Comcast edition. <laughs> yeah, just like pretty much like just before I was going to start setting up for a record, I'm like, and I'm having a hard time downloading this PDF. It's taking forever. And I go and do a speed test and I'm getting like 20 down when I normally get like 600 down. So uh, I decided to reboot the router and do all that fun stuff. And none of it seems to be working. It worked for like one try. All of a sudden it got back up to 600. I'm like, all right, sweet. And then I turn on my computer again and it 
went right back down and I'm doing it directly from the router and I'm still getting or my, uh, yeah, my router, which is directed directly connected to the modem. Mm-hmm. And that's even getting shit speed. My upload's fine. My upload, I'm getting my 23, 24 up like I normally do and like no ping. So like it's, it's a Comcast issue, obviously. So I have to figure out what that is and, um, take care of that. Hopefully. So what rating would you give it out of 10? This, um, this game. I'd give it a Comcast out of 10. Oh, <laughs> very not impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Did um ESRB rating of <laughs> did, you, did you get the collector's edition, which comes with like a Comcast representative giving you the finger, like a little statue you can put Sad- on your desk? Sadly, <laughs> yes. That was just like, that, that just comes standard. Actually, you, you can't get any other edition. Um, There's a download code for them to walk you through the same steps over and over again. Did you try restarting the router? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Wait, 20, wait 24 hours. <laughs> I, I feel like that, that this is what's been causing my Halo issues, though. Like, over mm. the past couple of days, mm. I've been, as, as as we have been continuing to play Halo, uh, the past couple of days, I've been having freezing and dropping uh, just randomly out of nowhere. And now thinking about it, I've probably been having internet issues for a couple of days. Because it, it did go down for uh, a schedule outage earlier this week i think Mm. or last week i can't remember but when i tried to download the cyberpunk patch patch over the weekend or the other day whenever it was uh it took forever for it to also download because my playstation connection was really slow and i thought just because the the playstation network's kind of like hit and miss some days it's fine some days it's not so i figured it was just that I never did a speed test to check the rest of the connections, though, to see if everything was doing it. So, yeah, well, hmm. I don't know. Now I gotta, now I gotta fucking try to fight with Comcast and get them to fix our shit. Yeah, we have been continuing to play Halo. Um, I don't know that we have anything new other than the Samurai event is back. We're all Woo! excited. Paul's finished it, right? Yeah. All um, done. I'm close. I don't know. I didn't check what level, but I'm I'm probably, as Paul pointed out, somehow we all did the same thing early on, but Paul ended up a level ahead of us. So <laughs> I think we're, me and Tab, at least if Tab does the event this week, we're going to end up with one level to go, which uh, is a little, a little annoying. But... And I'll be a two away. Okay. Oh, no, you guys will be fine. If you oh, do... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh is, the, okay, oh, is the last one uh, uh, a Fiesta one? Or is a fracture event? Because I think when I checked that when I checked based on how far away they were, I think they were still going to be one away. Well, mm. I well I had ten this week, and I thought that both you and Tab ended on twenty. Um, hmm. going in like going into this week, you were at twenty. But interesting. I thought you got ten. I thought you get it all of them for the past two weeks. I was ahead because one week they gave me eleven. So, yeah. like, in theory, I, I think, <laughs> which I don't know why, though it was fortuitous because it was also the week where they, it would have been, and this is what happened to you, Joey, they separated one shoulder pad from another based on that that sort of divide, which is just <laughs> so cruel. <laughs> That's, yeah. Especially because, like, this, it's a samurai, like, it doesn't make sense for it to be unbalanced like that, whereas, like, with your normal armor, 
you can have things that mismatch and it kind of works in a way, but the samurai aesthetic is so, you know, everything is the same. So it's just so weird to have it be, you know, or they, or you just don't wear it. You wear the regular old schlub common shoulder pads, which are boring, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, we've been continuing to enjoy halo. I have been playing horizon forbidden West. I'll save most of my thoughts for next week, but I will say that, I'm loving it. I love the first game. So many of the things that I loved about the first game are present in the second game. Beautiful visuals. Uh, the world is really fun to explore. I'm not even that far into the open West part of it because there's the tutorial is kind of split into two levels. The first one is the original, not the original map, but like a subsection of the original map. And then they let you out into this open this mini kind of sectioned off open world that's the kind of the gateway to the west i've done all of that pretty much everything that i could do and now i'm in the west and i'm doing missions but the west is massive so i've only explored maybe 10 percent of the west so far so i played a a fair bit but i'm i'm still far from completion but i love the missions the voice acting is mostly really great so yeah, I'm really excited to talk more about that next week. Um, chipping away at Persona Q, and then I saw the Uncharted movie, which you're seeing soon, Paul, right? Or you want to? I want to, yeah. I don't yeah. have immediate plans, but I am super interested. Yeah, I won't spoil too much. I'll just say that I, I liked it. I know it's gotten mixed reviews. Uh, some people have, have think it's really dumb. I think if you go into this and you've never played an Uncharted game, it's going to seem dumb and some of the things are going to feel silly and unrealistic if you played an uncharted game you're going to be like yeah that's uncharted like there are silly dumb unrealistic i mean nathan drake is known for just constantly he's like a han solo kind of character where every situation like something terrible happens but he just luckily scrapes by just you know avoids impending doom a while million times. murdering everybody well, and they touch on that actually. Oh, in really? The movie. Oh, yeah, hmm. there's some some comment, not commentary, but they they <laughs> they allude to it a little bit. But um, but no, I thought it's not perfect. It is a dumb summer popcorn flick. But if you're going and expecting that, I think you'll probably have a lot of fun. I'm not too sensitive about the Uncharted lore, so I'm not as concerned as some people might be about. This doesn't feel accurate. This is not my reading of it or anything like that. I was just going in. I'm. A, I'm. I guess I. What I would. Call, I played all the Uncharted games, but I guess I'm. I'm what I would call like an a casual Uncharted fan. I came to Filthy them very casual. late. I played all of them back to back, so it's like you know. I I thought it was fun. So is that a I'll Paul W S Anderson about. joint? No, I don't think. No, so. Oh no 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 no. no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. I can't remember who directed it, but I watched a thing with him and like Tom Holland and uh, Neil Druckmann in it. And it was not that guy. (laughs) Neil Druckmann was in it. Yeah. 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 Did he write the movie? I don't know if he wrote the movie, but I think he was consulted or involved with it in some way. Okay. Which is kind of cool. He may be, I I don't know for sure who wrote it, but I'd be surprised. I was going to say the one thing I want is, um, you know how in, in Justice League they had to go in and take out um, Henry Cavill's mustache? I want someone to go in um, 
for like a special edition of Uncharted and put a mustache on Mark Wahlberg as Sully. <laughs> put Henry Cavill's mustache. Yeah. On, on yes. Sully. <laughs> yeah. It's a good mustache. It's yeah, just lying go. around. They should. Just... I was gonna say they took it off. It's it's in a digital warehouse somewhere. Just copy paste. It's easy. We all do it. Ruben yeah, just... Ruben Fleischer Fleischer huh. Fleischer Fleischer. He did Zombieland, Zombieland, uh, and Zombieland Double Tap. Those are, oh, I like those movies. Claims of fame. Yeah, those are fun. But okay, well, should we get to our our game? Who knew that review? Third Strike. Are we ready? Do we need a break or anything? Let's just I'm good. Just do it. Just do it. Let's just fucking do it. So, as a reminder. Who Knew That Review is a game where we try and guess games based on their reviews. So each of us is going to read a review from an old magazine or website like EGM, GamePro, Nintendo Power, etc. And omit keywords and phrases like developer, publisher, character names, locations. Um, sometimes we might omit other words that might give it away too easily and then start adding those words in later to make it easier if we feel like people are having a hard time getting it. But we want you, the listener, to play along. So... We're going to hold our guesses until the entire review has been read. Even if we feel like we know it, we'll just sort of check in with each other. Like, how are you feeling? Do you feel like you know it? That kind of thing. And then at the end, we'll reveal our guesses. And then if we get it wrong, we'll start adding other hints and things like that, like developer, genre, stuff like that. We were talking recently because we've been doing older games because we're looking at like video game magazines, but eventually we might move toward newer games and add those to the to the list but we're still trying to stick to older games and really well-known games or even if they're like not so one of mine this week is the game itself i would say if i mentioned it to a gamer who's like a new gamer they might be like a little surprised that it exists but i feel like the review itself is pretty obvious so i'm gonna keep it but yeah you know we still try to go with games that are easily recognizable so I, anyone I need, I need to keep a list of what we've done because I, I was going over I'm like wait did we do this one already i don't think we i don't think we did the ones that i picked so i need to I need there's to, a there's a list on the drive is there so, a list on the drive okay yeah yeah i keep a running list um and then i have my own running list of ones that i'm games that i'm like i think that might be fun and so that's where i pulled my two from i do have a third one a backup so if someone happened to pick one of mine because i feel like we're going to do that eventually one of us are going to pick a game especially if we're going for like big well-known games one of us eventually we're going to be like that's my that's that's the one i picked so i you know i have some backups but uh who wants to go first any any volunteers anyone have one that they're excited to share i can go first i'm excited okay. for mine so we're, right, we are do doing it. two right yeah all right well then this is this is the juicy app- appetizer so this yeah. is yes part one course one all right um here we go okay okay so it's hard to find a platformer these days that isn't high on how huge its levels are or how many items you can collect so when a game like blank comes along keeps it simple and does its thing this well you savor it blank impresses in nearly every category first off the character and level design are stunning from the moment I saw Blank's tail twitch in anticipation of his next heist, I knew I was in for a treat. Oh, I think I know. Every area and all the cinemas drip personality. The only flaw is that sometimes so much is happening on screen that the game gets bogged down and a little choppy. 
It's not enough to affect gameplay, but it's still distracting. Speaking of gameplay, it couldn't be tighter. No extraneous level wandering here. There's always something nearby that needs whacking. The mini games and variety. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Rimshot. Um, <laughs> That's the guy um, game. <laughs> Whoa, you did it. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's it. The, well, and this, this next one, guys. The mini games and the variety of tasks you get to do keep the adventure perfectly paced. It's a shame blank is so short, about eight to nine hours if you just do the basics. But when a game is this consistently good, length doesn't matter as much. It's, it's the developer... guy game. It's the guy game. Yeah. <laughs> the needler. <laughs> it's developer blank's second game. The first being uh, blank. I'll fill those in later if necessary. But this is easily the best platformer on the PS2. Oh, so this is a, a single review. There's not three reviewers. Right? There are three, but um, there are there are three reviewers. I can read. The next one. I kind of do want to read the next one, but how are we feeling? I, I think I got it. I feel okay. pretty. I feel like yeah. 90% confident, but like we said, we'll hold our guesses till the end. Yes. Uh, we'll see. The, so just to recap for the audience, if you are you know not... I mean, you're playing along, hopefully, but it's a platformer. The thing that tipped me off was the twitching of the tail. It said something about a tail twitching, and we know it's for the PlayStation 2, so if you think about mascot platformers that well, have tails, you can just read the rest of the reviews. Yeah, I'm just trying to point it. That's that's you know, that's the good info. So okay, go. When I first plugged in blank, my initial impression was great. Yet another cell shaded mm-hmm. Mario ripoff. After playing through it, though, I'm ready to eat my words. This mm-hmm. is a solid blend of 3D platforming action and stealth adventure. Besides top-notch animation and graphics, other highlights include the minigames and unlockable power-up moves. Some will take issue with the frequent one-hit kills and perhaps blanks under 15-hour length. Of course, I finished it only by foregoing daylight sleep and my girlfriend. Thanks, blank. (laughs) Guy game. (laughs) My relationship ended because my girlfriend caught me playing the guy game. Um, (laughs) And rightfully... (laughs) Sought counseling. (laughs) Um, But the game is definitely worth a rental. And if you plan to explore every nook and cranny, you won't be disappointed. Okay. Awesome. Okay. He's ready to eat his words. Yes. Eat them. Along with anything else. <laughs> as this character might. Alright, so do you want me to do the third review? Go, ahead. Do you Go think? ahead. Okay, sure. One glimpse of Blank's fat raccoon tail undulating yep. against a noir cartoon Paris backdrop, and I knew this game would be fun to watch. I just wasn't sure I'd enjoy playing what looked like your standard platformer, but the intricate run and jump challenges, shoot 'em up mini games, time trials, puzzles, and secret shortcuts kept me entertained. And each ability Sly learned. First one. Hey, hey! At this point, I feel like most people, yeah. if you know the game, then you <laughs> probably would have guessed it. Eat him and beat him for the Commodore sixty four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, beat him and eat him. That's what it was called. Yeah, that's you're thinking of the sequel. Um, no. Uh, yeah. So it's is it called Sly Cooper Thievius Raccoonus? Is that what the first game's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, the tail thing, and then, of course, you were generous with the hints later on. Well, he also um, said and, heist in the first review, so, like, that was yeah. that was my main giveaway. That's a, Yeah, that's a good point, too, yeah. And, I mean, if you're going to slip, like, I'm probably going to, <laughs> the last review, when everyone's probably guessed it by now, you know, that's a good time to do it, so... Um, and you love the Sly, Sly Cooper games, right? So is that was that why you chose them? Yeah, I found it just on accident. I wasn't looking for it, but I was just paging through a regular review and saw it there. And yeah, I was interested to see how people uh, responded to it because I wasn't when it came out. I wasn't really in touch with uh, um, sort of game reviews or, or people talking about video games um, like in a critical way. So. Yeah, it was cool, and and to see that it it, it it had such a warm reception, like really made me me happy. Because yeah, was that a was that an EGM review? Yeah, EGM. What, what, what were the scores? Um, it was nine, eight point five, and seven point five. Nice, nice, nice. Quite a spread. I mean, yeah. you know, nine, seven point five is a pretty big gap but yeah pretty high yeah nice. i think the last reviewer jennifer was was less enthusiastic i think her big critique was like it's short but my take is like if it's short but like every second of it is amazing like you know that's not the end of the world sure just yeah. like the guy game <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> every inch count. i mean every minute counts <laughs> gotta right, stop. Well, great we gotta a, stop talking about the guy game <laughs> Can't well, stop. Won't stop. This happened the last time we played this game too. Yeah. It ended with us talking about the guy game. Now well, it... like ironic, not ironically, but coincidentally, uh, the the magazine that I was using for one of the reviews, there was a review of the guy game in there. So that was our bonus round. Was <laughs> I read the review for the guy game, which I thought was was funny. So now we can't use it, unfortunately. But oh darn i feel like it's solidified well, this is a running joke yeah i just have to re- read it anyway because i yeah. <laughs> really want to know all right i'll go next okay okay let's do it all i can say is wow blank is everything i could want in a sequel i admit that i thought the first blank was a little overrated hmm. sure it was scary and pre- pre- presented some interesting features but it left me wanting more well, hmm. blank has given me all I could ask for with blank. Everything from awesome graphics to the layout of the game is flawless. Hmm. In addition, I absolutely love the integrated rendered FMV. Gone are the days of cheesy actors and horrible dialogue. Oh, now okay. we have an incredible rendered sequences with above average above average voice actors. <laughs> I'm sorry, voiceovers. But that's just part of the excitement. When you're walking around in the game, numbers of blank and other downright disturbing beasts come at you from every angle, then just pop up when you thought they were dead. On top of this, the detail of practically everything in the game is perfect. The pre-rendered backgrounds coupled with eerie music and sound effects make you feel like you're in a horror flick a step up from a B movie even. With this upgrade though, not one ounce of that blank feel is lost. If anything, the enhanced big screen style gives you that much more or gives you wait, hold on. If anything, the enhanced big screen style gives you that much more of that feeling. That was a weird sentence. <laughs> the most memorable scene for me is when you're confronted by a giant 
Blank. <laughs> it's the guy game. It's the guy game. <laughs> Let's just say you'll need a clean pair of underoos on hand. <laughs> Totally the guy game. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> so this, this this is the softball one. I've, I made a softball one for the first for the first game. Okay. So, all right. So that was the first. Review? That was the first review of, of four. Yeah. I th- how do you feel, Paul? I think I am pretty sure. Yeah, I, I think I have okay. too. I think I knew it right away, but it was one of those things where it's like I had no. There was no, no concrete information, and it's just the the discussion about the leap from the first game to the second game i was like i think it's this but i don't know and then you started filling in the gaps and i'm pretty sure i got it but all right please continue second review if any software developer wants to see how a sequel should be done they should look at this game i didn't like the first blank but i absolutely adore this one just about every major problem in the first game has been corrected save the fact that it's still hard to see objects like ammo in rooms the graphics and gameplay are excellent, and a masterful job was done to create the ominous and frightening mood of the game. A must-have. Okay, still feeling pretty good? Still yeah, feeling pretty well, confident? I'm, I'm a little, if it's the game I'm thinking of, I'm a little annoyed that they're talking so much shit about the first game, which was also good, but please continue. <laughs> good, iconic, you know, genre-defining. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not a big fan of the first blank. God damn it. <laughs> Why, you, why are these people reviewing this? <laughs> but blank is everything. Do you like the first game? No, I fucking hated it. Will you review the sequel, please? <laughs> After throwing my copy of the first game in an incinerator, I was a little bit trepidatious about reviewing the second one. <laughs> you have three reviewers for a reason. Find someone that likes they, the they, first don't game. Don't worry, they got four reviewers on this one. We'll see how the oh. last one pans out. <laughs> okay. Okay, number four, come on. (laughs) Uh, But blank is everything the first game should have been and more. (laughs) The cinemas are great. The story is very interesting and suspenseful. And the scare factor is unbelievably high. Shoe says I scream like a girl. The control is still a bit annoying, but it's improved. And the whole atmosphere more than makes up for it. Being able to play from both sides of the story rocks. I'm not going to read this last part because that's going to just give it away for sure. Okay. If it hasn't already been given away. Still feeling pretty good? Well, yeah, definitely for sure I know what it is. But what's right. the, give me this, just, what's I the just opening want, of the fourth? Yeah, I want, okay. I want to know how they. The first game was a fir- complete pile of dog shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Blank thoroughly surprises this reviewer. One who wasn't wild about the original. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> EGM, I thought better of you. It sucks you in with its excellent graphics and creepy atmosphere. I played it for hours before realizing it was almost time for me to go to work the next morning. This game is horrifyingly intense. The menu system still sucks, but everything else is just about perfect. This may just be an early contender for PlayStation Game of the Year. Agreed. So, Paul, what do you think? I think it. Can I say what it is? Yeah, yeah sure. Well, one of us got to say I, it. I think it's Resident Evil Two. I agree. Yeah, it is Resident Evil Two for Guy sure. Guy game the sequel. No. Guy game the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed Resident Evil Two. Best feature: Yay. the horror and suspense. Worst feature: 
somewhat awkward control. The first game. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. first feature, the piece of shit that came before it. That <laughs> set the groundwork. Uh, so, uh, so it was given a nine and a half, nine and a half, nine and a nine and a half. Oh shit! Okay, good. It deserves it. I okay. I understand that the first game has it's, well, it's, it's a not complete, polished, complete piece but of shit. But come on, man! <laughs> I was I wasn't a fan of the first game. There's a reason that the series. Mm. I blew my brains out over the first one, but this yeah. second one made me come back from the dead. New Lisa. See, I can write a better deck than these guys can. <laughs> Did they have um? They have like a little parentheses by each of the scores and include like a really low score for the first game. Yeah, that's, like, that's why. That's why they I got those half points. That's why it wasn't perfect tense. Nine. Yeah. Um, first game negative twenty eight. <laughs> See, 10. one of us is gonna have to do the first game. I don't. We can't assign it, obviously. But like at some point, not next time, but like at some point, one of us is gonna have to do the first one just to because now i'm interested and i want to look it up but i'm not going yeah to, I, I was just about to I'm like i should go yeah. no I'm, we'll save it yeah <laughs> all right i so, love that they didn't compare notes at all and go isn't it kind of fucked up that we're all opening by saying <laughs> yeah hey that first one was terrible <laughs> well, well, no because that would have been who is the editor at this time probably fucking shoe like no probably, she yeah. no she wasn't probably editor again it was probably um shit i could probably go back and find out I mean, like, whoever was, like, chief editor should have been like, hey, you guys are shitting on the first game pretty hard. Maybe we should, like, not do that for every single fucking <laughs> first line. Four for uh, four. <laughs> a lot of times, they, it, at least in the later issues, they would re, they would respond to something. They would say, yes, just as the first reviewer said, I agree that blah, blah, blah. So, like, they probably did. But I'm more concerned with, like, why did not, why didn't the editor... Because part of the purpose of these multi-reviewer, this multi-reviewer scheme is to give you a range of experiences. So I would be curious as a reader of these reviews about someone who loved the first game, someone who hated the first game, someone who was indifferent or didn't play the first game. Like you want a range of experiences, not every single one to be like, I didn't like the first game, but that they're all, it's all the same perspective. You know what I mean? So Ken Williams I mean, was the managing editor and Joe Funk was the editorial director at the time. Hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't remember those guys, honestly. Same. But will you remember this game that I'm about to read some reviews for? Are we ready? Yeah. Go for it. Do it. All right. Reviewer number one. Ooh. It kills me that blank is so close to being a complete gaming experience. From the second I started Blank's Blank Simulator, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna delete that. I was sucked into, or more like jacked into, a creative story that begged for a kick-ass conclusion, and I kept intently playing, thinking I would get it. Boy, am I an idiot! See, Blank wasn't built with a beginning, a middle, and an end. No, it was built with a beginning, a middle, and an advertisement for its inevitable sequel. Because of this, the actual game feels stretched out to saltwater taffy proportions. This doesn't just affect the story, either. The core gameplay also suffers from the insistence on saving things for a follow-up. While yes, exploring each city is amazing, especially scaling walls, the main objective, blank, is overly repetitive. You perform each hit in the same way. Conduct an investigation eavesdrop, pickpocket, etc., find the target, and murder them. At first, it was a thrill to kill, but once I realized I had to do the same thing over and over, I began to lose interest. 
This isn't to say I didn't enjoy playing blank. It attempts a lot of ambitious things. A simple but ironically complex control scheme, a realistic combat system, and a living world that reacts to your every move, and it almost succeeds at every one. But it's apparent that these grandiose ideas may have been a bit too much to master the first go-round. If Blank had been given a little more time, I'm confident it would have been a more successful hit. I know what it is, I think. And also, I think they're a little... Yeah, whatever. I think they're a little harsh, but I'll, I'll, say, I'll say my commentary for the end. Hmm. Well, it all goes downhill from here, so get ready. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, Ron, you're, do you have any ideas? No, I, I got some ideas, but not 100%. Okay. How are you feeling, Paul? You said you, you think I, you have it. What's I, your confidence level? I'm, oh, like 120. I feel oh, very confident <laughs> about this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Second review. The premise intrigues, but Blank is an incomplete template based on multiple other games. Much like The Legend of Zelda, it has a beautiful environment with controls that eventually feel natural, but you're never given a satisfying reason to explore. It has an open city design, much like Crackdowns, that authentically detailed, uh, that's authentically detailed, excuse me, but the Districts within lack distinction. The satisfying centerpiece assassinations recall blank. I'll leave that one out. Yet the investigations leading up to each kill are copy and pasted throughout. You're climbing up the same lookout tower, saving the same falsely accused turning the page. uh, (laughs) Falsely accused souls and hearing the same blank speeches every hour on the hour when it breaks from this blank's blank's squandered potential is briefly revealed a trickier ascent up that viewpoint a challenging blank path of escape this is where the game could have been great instead your fellow blank has very important information but can't tell you what it is until you collect a number of blanks in under three minutes this city feels new, but we've been here before. I was omitting a couple of things that were like, mm-hmm. probably could have given it away, but Paul, you seem very confident, so I'm like, I got to up the difficulty a little <laughs> bit. So, Ron, any any more confidence, less confidence? Mm, well, I have less confidence now. <laughs> <laughs> what, what threw you? Uh, uh, just like city and then like the murdering aspect, and then I'm like the, the towers. Like I, I got an idea of like the developer of the or like the publisher of the game, uh, just based on those alone. But I can't pinpoint it. I'm trying to. Well, you said Crackdown, so I'm trying to like pinpoint around that era what was coming out. Yeah, I left in two of the three comparisons in part to kind of throw you off the the trail. The third one, I think, is if you haven't gotten it yet, you might be thinking that it's this game. So I left that one blank. But the first two I thought were really interesting comparisons. The Legend of Zelda and Crackdown. So those might be throwing you off a little bit. But I'm just using Crackdown as at least a point of reference. So I know it came, down, came out after Crackdown. So I'm like, okay, right. I got that at least. But all right. Still. Third review. I'll agree that blank comes with amazing components. The greatest of ease rooftop roaming acrobatics are exhilarating. But the team who came up with that mechanic in charge of a parkour simulator, 
sword combat, which grows in offensive and defensive finesse throughout the game, is as much fun to watch as it is to play. Drinks all around for the gang who handled that one, as well as for the guys behind the sand-swept Middle Ages decor and M. Night Shyamalanian plot jinx. It's hard to say. If only all that good stuff had a happy home here, but the rest of blank is no good. These guys already described the deja vu-inducing mission structure. What makes it all worse is why the game piles on annoyances the longer you play. Or sorry, is the way the game piles on annoyances the longer you play. A clone army of in-your-face beggars and street-brawling lunatics hound you, for instance, throwing off your stealthy style and forcing you to retry failed missions and rewatch unskippable mission briefings until you finally get them right. It all pseudo-ends with a badly, badly handled sequel tease, but count me out if the next blank is more of this repetitive crap. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maybe this will help, Ron. The scores are 7, 6, and 4.5 oh. out of 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who's the publisher, Ron? You said you had it, an it, idea who the publisher is. It's Ubisoft, is. right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I, I at least know that much. It. It's not Assassin's Creed, is it? Is it Assassin's Creed, Paul? Fuck yeah, it is. It's number it's one. It's Assassin's you Creed. You got that shit on? That's... I it is unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Wow. I didn't for, I didn't realize it that it was that poorly received. Like I didn't care for the game that much in general, but I wasn't like into I just I just couldn't get into it. But wow. For, I wish for I going had... from that to like the like renowned series well, I wouldn't say renowned series, but the higher series that it is now. I would, yeah, it's yeah. hugely selling. Yeah, every game comes out, it's getting nines, eights and nines and stuff. I also, so yeah, the high score was a seven. Yeah, I also don't know, because like, I, re- I read the Game Informer review when it came out, and it was like significantly more glowing than EGM. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. If, but it was divisive when it came out. Was it, well, because, it, was, to- was it because it was uh, produced by a woman? Is that oh, why? God. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, you know, it's not without its problems, but for all the cool shit that first game introduces to call it garbage. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that, man. That was, I, that, was, that was pretty harsh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crap. To call it crap. Yeah. Like shit. Actually, like yeah. feces that you would, you would <laughs> from a, put from in a, a little butt. doggy bag. Yeah. From a butt. Uh, a 4.5 out of 10. Like fucking that. Ridic- who, who, fucking who ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. That was Crispin. Crispin Blair. Yeah. Fucking um, ridiculous. Yeah. The first one says 7.0 good. The second one says 6.0 average. And the last one is 4.5 bad. And the good, the bad, and the... the it's, so they do like a good, the bad, and the ugly thing. The good is awesome animation, climbing walls, cool story. The bad, repetition, repetition, and repetition. And the the ugly is worst ending since Halo 2. So. Also, like, what was so bad about that ending? Like, it, it teases a sequel, but, like, it's not the first game that's teased a sequel. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand. I didn't play it at the time. I played it after playing Assassin's Creed 4. So I actually went back and played 1, 2, and, like, a bunch of them. Um, so my perspective is per- perspective is off, but I was one of the things I was so amazed by was how comfortable it felt going from four to one. The controls 
like held up. Like I was thinking that the controls are going to be so rough and exploration is going to be sloppy. No, it felt very intuitive. Very, I was really impressed by the the navigation in that first game. So, you know, kind of like Uncharted, was the story you know as good and intricate and all that stuff as the later ones? No, but four point five seems a little a was, little rough. Was Crispin Boyer the one that worked at GameStop by us? I don't remember. Or was that Shane? No, I think I think it was Crispin. Okay. Fuck that guy. So we probably ran into him at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I could run into him and show him a picture of my awesome Assassin's Creed 1 themed Xbox 360 and be like, this? This, this is a 4.5? He's like, yes, I hated it. I'm like, well, fuck you. And I run away crying and go to a, a bathroom somewhere and be upset. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that was, oh, that was painful. You know? yeah, well, what was throwing me off was like the city because like I was thinking when you said city, I was thinking like modern city. I'm like, game didn't really have too much modern aspects of it. It was more took place in wherever it took place. Uh, yeah. But then you said the CN stuff. I'm like, okay, no, it's, it's gotta be there. It's gotta be. Yeah. I love the one, the game that I left out that it compared it to was Hitman Cause I thought maybe because it talked about, that was the, you know, that was the first thing and, I thought of when you started talking about it, it was right. the Hitman games. And that's all like, but then I'm like, there's other stuff you're saying. I'm like, no, it doesn't make, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we got it eventually. So yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Um, all right, Paul, number two. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can go on after that <laughs> betrayal. <laughs> EGM. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Also, I'm not going to run this one because it's um, you know, no one's going to guess it. But I did find that Scooby Doo game that my sister got when we got our ps2 um i found a review of it in an issue i was looking through it i was so excited um, is it good were the scores good it has a seven um but um the better reviewer... than assassin's creed better than yeah, assassin's yeah. creed so that's how we can yeah. judge it is it better or worse than assassin's creed i know well and get this too the, this is what the reviewer said if i could in good conscience base a review solely on presentation night of 100 frights would get a nine or a ten wow. so okay was so that, that... Who, who who wrote that was it crispin it, this is Chris, maybe not Chris no, Bin. No, it's not Chris yeah. Bin. Yeah, what? What the? That would, that would have been hilarious though if it was Chris Bin. <sighs> Unbel- unbelievable. Yeah. What? Whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> These are next game. The, the ghosts of game reviews past cannot trouble <laughs> us <laughs> anymore. I'm glad I picked a good one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. I'm I'm thrilled you picked it because I I'm I'm a big fan. So that good pick on your part, Joey. And I'm I'm glad we could call it out for what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. And listeners, call in with your enraged. <laughs> <laughs> reactions to these early Assassin's Creed reviews. <laughs> All right, here's mine. <clears throat> blank proved that developer Blank had more platforming potential than just Blank, and the sequel proves it's taking the genre where it's never been before. Here's the brave new frontier. A huge helping of Grand Theft Auto-inspired gameplay added to offset Blank's already sweet action. These new free-roaming, carjacking, Blank City segments are both Blank's triumph and biggest failing. There's a triumph because they add variety and give you some control over what you tackle next. Yet they fail because they're punch-you-in-the-gut difficult and the missions are hard by design. You can't get extra health in the city, and replenishing your ammo in the bustling burg means killing guards, which puts you directly in harm's way and often ends 
and you starting the mission over again for the nth time. As a more general problem, the city is too damn big. Just wait till Assassin's Creed EGM. You're going <laughs> to... Uh, just getting around takes too long, and it's incredibly boring. <laughs> Moreover, while the place appears to be bustling with crowds of people, you can't really interact with them, and the endlessly winding streets make you wonder what crackpots built this city without a subway system, or at the very least, some warp spots. But once I got the jet board, I was hoping I'd be able to grind over buildings and take shortcuts. But no dice. Blank can't go all Tony Hawk in Blank City. But don't think I'm hating on old Blank. There's plenty to love. This is PS2's best looking platformer yet. And it's top shelf story and dialogue impress. Adding gunplay spices up Blank's jump and spin routine. And, okay, something that I don't want to mention, because it's spoilery. Plus, despite having only four boss battles over the 20 hours of play, they're all extremely memorable. While Blank is a surprisingly difficult game, it's also highly rewarding when you finally succeed. So that was review number one. Wow. Yeah, that's a... I'm a little stumped. even Even with the references that you left in, I'm thoroughly confused. So it's an open world esque game. There's a city that you traverse. There's gunplay. I got an idea, but I'm I not. I was thinking Spider Man, but there's gunplay. Spider Man doesn't use guns. No. <laughs> and a hoverboard. Or what was it called? What kind of hoverboard or something board? Oh, hold on. Jet, me... jet something. Jet. Yeah, I think it's jet board. Um, let me get jet board. Um, hold on. Let me pop over to the other screen. Um, it's not Jet Set Radio, right? Because it's gunplay. Don't start That's naming not, no stuff. Yep, Joey. Jet, Jetboard is the official. Jetboard. Can't start naming stuff yet, Joey. Still waiting. Well, it's, well, it can't be that because there's no gunplay. Uh, you don't get a jetboard, and I mean, we can name stuff when we're like brainstorming. I'm sure the listeners doing that. Yeah. Well, do we want to perhaps listen to the second review? Yeah, yeah. let's go to the second review. Yeah. That unlocks some some ideas. Um, Next reviewer, Joe. Hello, Joe. Um, (laughs) The original Blank is an easy, fairly straightforward platformer you can leisurely beat over the course of a three-day rental period. But that's definitely not the way you'd describe its platformer, racer, adventure, shooter sequel. What? It's a very challenging game with respawn points so few and far between you'll probably forget they exist at all. Parts of Blank are so tough that you'll have to play them over again nearly a dozen times before you beat them, leaving you so frustrated that you're holler out loud that you never want to touch the game ever again. But chances are, half an hour later, you'll be yelling, This game is fantastic! If you're thinking the guy game right now, you're 100% <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's in there. <laughs> Why the change? Once you understand what you're supposed to do to beat a mission, you'll have an incredible time completing it. A level will seem impossible. Then the clouds will magically part and you'll suddenly get it. If only Blank had more respawn points to help smooth out each stage's learning curve, and if driving from mission to mission didn't take so long, it'd be significantly more fun. As it stands, it's like having a friendship with somebody who's bipolar. Ooh, 
God. Okay. Yikes. That's a little, that's a little <laughs> <wrong there>. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, blank is absolutely maddening while blank is a blast to be around. Get used to hanging out with both of them. Ooh, yeah. Okay. That was gross. <laughs> um, sorry. Jeez. Um, the payoff for all of blank's moments of frustration is huge though. There's an amazing variety of missions from manning a mech suit to grinding heavy machinery to blasting your way through a gauntlet of enemy soldiers. It's also a gorgeous looking game with excellent story sequences and a plot so compelling you'll keep on playing just one more mission to find out what happens. Tough but worth it, Blank is definitely not for casual gamers, but those who stick to their guns will be, or sorry, will find it rewarding. The actual fuck. So there's. I I, I had an idea until that second review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and wow. sorry about the. I didn't admittedly read all of this one. I only read the first review. So sorry about the the ableist EGM review, um, listeners. Yeah, that's that's, that's one of the best parts about going back and doing the old stuff is like seeing how yeah. shitty oh. some people could be at the time. Yeah, right. God. Oh. Um. So there's. It's a. I'm so confused. I thought it was an open world, but it, it's not. It's a it's, platformer. It's a plat. It's an open world. So it's like probably like a, an open world game where it's like sectioned off. Like there's zones and it's platformy. Okay. And but it's a platformer racer. Was that the phrase you used? It has racing element. It has elements of like mini games of stuff like that. Yeah, it's a platformer racer adventure shooter sequel. What the shit? It's a sequel. Like I think I think I know what it is, but it's not referencing some of the stuff that I would expect it to. So that's why I'm a little confused as to what I think it is. Do we want the final review to perhaps shed more light? Yeah. I mean, we're going to hit I need it for sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, this is from Shane. If you tuned into a late night infomercial for blank, that OxyClean spokesman would be screaming, throw out all those messy PS2 games like GTA Vice City, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Wipeout Fusion, and Ratchet and Clank. Blank has it all. Seriously, Blank throws the entire contents of gaming's pantry into the pot in an attempt to create some kind of genre-obliterating super game. The resulting mix definitely has something for everybody, but the recipe could use a little revision. At its core, Blank offers up excellent old-school platforming fun. Any of the game's hopping, bopping, spinning, and punching levels are instantly fun and engaging, and the addition of weaponry adds another layer of depth to the gameplay. Mm. Problems arise, however, in between these wondrous run-and-jumping bits, CG, ah, not CG, CJ already detailed everything that's wrong with Blank City, and I agree 100%. Transplanting GTA's free-roaming concept just doesn't work here. Getting from place to place is a chore once the initial zing of jacking hover bikes wears off, and the in-city missions are wildly frustrating. I actually had more fun in Mario Sunshine's sunny... Piazza, I swear. I guess that's the thing that people hate. Um, or people at EGM hate. Um, mm-hmm. Furthermore, Assassin's Creed. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not as much as Assassin's Creed, but still. Or the first Resident Evil game. Or the first Resident Evil game. There's a dartboard oh, in the UGM it. offices where people are just. <laughs> yeah, I, I, both me and Joey are enraged. Anyway, it's about <laughs> beloved first entries in series we like getting shot on so hard. Um, furthermore, while all the game's various missions and mini games are polished, especially the skate park and futuristic racing bits. You won't find many all-new ideas in blank. Being derivative of everything doesn't equal originality. Jeez, ow. Um, <laughs> creativity might not be blank's strong suit, but the game sure looks pretty. Props to blank for dishing up such excellent audiovisual trappings, the colossal environments, fluid animations, and spot-on acting outclass anything seen in competing PS2 platformers. Still, I hope the inevitable blank three addresses two glaring presentation snafus, some bouts of bizarre graphical choppiness, and a lack of sufficiently varied tunage. Okay, I think okay. I think I I have a guess as to what it okay. might be. We can start naming games. So I'm down to Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank, right? Well, he, he, they said they said no to Ratchet and Clank because they mentioned Ratchet and Clank in the review. Oh shit! That's and right, that's, that's why right. I was like, okay, it's either this, or that. it's either Jack and Daxter two, yeah, or Ratchet and Clank two. But they mentioned Ratchet and Clank two specifically. That's right. I vaguely remember hoverboard stuff in Jack and Daxter, and there were shitty elements. I, I and, think. And, I, and I do kind of remember it being compared to like a GTA thing vaguely. Right. I'm gonna say and everything else. I'm yeah. gonna say Jack and Daxter too. Also, I'll, I don't remember it getting shit on as much as it did. Apparently, if it is that, I'm gonna say that's that too. If it's right, and if it's wrong, I'll I'll pretend like I didn't say that. Is it Jack and Daxter too? It is. Ah, yeah. yeah, good We're job, you two. <laughs> yeah, it got two eight point fives and a seven point five. Wow, for it's all that shit score. talking, it's still got pretty high scores. <laughs> I know this love so talking. The, the Resident, shit. E- Resident Evil must have gotten like nines, nines and eight and a half for as much as they hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I, wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that that one went right down to the wire. I I love this game because I'm a big Jack and Dexter fan and. I also thought it's such um this second game it, it's such a wild departure from the first one and it has such a blend of different kinds of of gameplay that I thought that would maybe be tricky to what, to guess. What, what was the subtitle on that one? The subtitle on yeah. the review City Life Can Be Grueling. No, the uh, the, the subtitle on the uh oh, the there, game Jack Nick. There's no oh, Jack 2. Didn't, just 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, I Jack thought, 2. I thought they had uh things on them. No, I mean it's notable cuz they took Dexter out of out of the title oh that's which, right it was just jack 2 wasn't it yeah i mean that's, he's in the game obviously but yeah it, they were like this is the edgier dexter isn't edgy enough evidently i, I like how uh, i i i was just thinking about it like because the ratchet and clank ones they all have like time based stuff like yeah. it, it puns and they're always kind of like you know you know edgy they wanted yeah. to call the third one clock blockers, but they couldn't get away with it. <laughs> they got clock blocked. They did get clock blocked. Yeah. Uh, but what I did think was interesting was this is a um, a Naughty Dog joint. And one thing they're saying about the second game over and over again is how like cinematic it is and how like well written it is. And I'm like, wow, like they're like, this is kind of their jumping off point where they're 
transitioning out of like just straightforward platformers and moving into something you know that's that's much more cinematic much more dependent on like story and character and things like that and yeah it was kind of cool to see how reviewers were taking that in <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they they generally seem to like it but again it's something of like obviously it's like one paragraph obviously all this stuff is good and i like this now here's four paragraphs about the stuff i hate <laughs> and what the way to end a review with like also more diverse tunage the last thing i'll say about it okay yeah yeah that was that was a hard one like i I feel like we should have known but it just kept the way that they kept throwing descriptors you know it's a racer it's a puzzler it's a platformer it's a shooter i'm like what the fuck man it's like tony hawk and gta what yeah (laughs) what the hell yeah good one though Oh, thanks. Yeah, it I, I hope it wasn't too obscure. No, I, no, I, I mean, I'm aware of the game, but it's just like I was not. They were, they were used, like Joey said, yeah. all over the fucking place. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we Don't go. Come on, though. We got it. Yeah. All right. Let's see if you can get this one. This might also be a softball, too. We'll see. Blank is easily one of the best games I've ever played. It alone has made me a slave to the strategy RPG genre. Blank is my next victim. And it has sucked away many, many hours of my time over the past few weeks. The guy game. (laughs) The game requires a lot of thought and planning. (laughs) The game's tutorial, as well as the manual, as well as a generous amount of patience are a must. But the payoff and reward of tactically outwitting your opponents on the battlefield with characters whose classes and abilities are straight from the blank universe is a feeling I simply can't explain. Hmm. The guy game. Uh, the story is fantastic, <laughs> written by the same man who did blank, and the soundtrack that goes along with it is just phenomenal. I do have some complaints, but they are admittedly admittedly very minor. For one, the battles seem limited due to the 3D aspect of them. Had they uh, been less visually splendid, they could have taken place on larger battlefields with more troops, etc. Not a big deal. That's what sequels are for. Also, some of the NPCs that you come across during play seem unbalanced. They They either kick butt or they're total flakes. Otherwise, as long as you've got some patience and a lot of free time, took me well over 40 hours to beat, you're going to love blank. Just be warned, it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's a strategy RPG. The thing that threw me off a little bit was the something about characters from the blank universe. So it's a strategy RPG with existing characters. Is that what you said, Ron? Ex- with characters, with characters whose classes and abilities are straight oh. from the blank universe. Oh, oh okay. so could it be don't like say, one of the Warcraft? Don't say, don't say yet. I'm just. I can brainstorm. I don't know if this. You don't. Just don't tell me if it's right or wrong. <laughs> um, could it be a Warcraft game? It could be a Warcraft game, right? Like. The Warcraft universe strategy RPG, though. Yeah, and also like my weak area encountering NPCs with differing, you know, 
combat prowess. Hmm. Ready for the next one? Shite, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Just when I just when I thought I escaped from the blank universe, this game came along and sucked me back in. Blank is long, addicting, and packs all the richness you'd expect from a blank game. Its combat and character building systems are complex. At a level between blank and blank. But the game is still supremely easy to slip into and play. Blank does start slow and don't expect much blank quality FMV. Does not help. Does not help. (laughs) (laughs) If we get to the fourth review and you guys are still stuck, I'll throw in the the games that it's referencing. Maybe that'll make it easier. So it's a strategy RPG. There are NPCs. So it's not just pure like strategy. Like there's parts where you're walking around or something, right? It's easy to get into. It's a long game, 40 plus hours. So of course, then I'm immediately thinking things like civilization, age of empires, stuff like that. But those are not, those are turn-based, not strategy RPGs. Strategy RPG. Does the FMV angle mean anything? <laughs> right. Um, oh, oh, oh! Could it be like a like Final Fantasy ta- Final Fantasy Tactics? I haven't played that, so I don't know. But I think that's also turn based. Mm. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. All right, ready for the third review. Blank Let's... always presents their games in a beautiful fashion: lush graphics, rich music and a deep story. You almost can't help but enjoy them, or enjoy playing them. That's a weird sentence. Blank is no exception. This very detailed strategy game had me hooked from the start. The best part of the game is gathering experience and customizing your troops. Going into battle after battle gets a little tiresome at times, but overall, this ex- this is an experience strategy strategy fans shouldn't miss okay so based on the description of the developer i'm thinking because it's got to be like nintendo or or squaresoft maybe because and then i'm thinking fire emblem which again i think is turn-based but that does have sections it's a strategy game and there are sections with npcs and you can customize your characters i think i am struggling on this one anything for you paul no i i'm i'm totally adrift (laughs) i I can't think of it fourth and final review all right here we go okay okay i'll say up front that strategy games aren't my thing i enjoyed playing blank but i found it was hard to come back to after taking a long break this is the kind of game that you can that can consume you for hours on end, but when you stop playing for the day, you haven't really gotten that far. Graphics and music are just as stunning as Blank's other recent efforts. While it carries the Blank name, it's a lot more involved than Blank. So there's four reviews, which means it's got to be older than the ones that we're looking at, because they only have three. They went from four to three at some point. I don't remember when, though. And that last one did not really help. Um, It carries the blank name. 
Yeah. I don't but, think there was any like real time version of Civilization, so I don't think it's that. You want to say? Yeah, I, I have I have no idea. Mario <laughs> oh and Rabbids is probably too new. Yeah. Um, I don't know that there was any. I thought early on, I thought maybe Mario RPG, but that's not that's not a strategy RPG. Well, and you have you have troops like customizing right. your troops. Yeah, like like Advanced Wars or something. I haven't played Advanced Wars, but same. But yeah, I guess it could be. Uh... Yeah, I think we're gonna need some hints. Okay, yes. what, what what kind of hint would you like? Would you like the games that it referenced? Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Okay, I'll start with the the one that's a little less. Uh, Vandal Hearts. Shit. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> um, Vandal Hearts. That's a Square game, right? Isn't it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I think it might be. Yeah. I've never played it, but okay. What else? I, I feel like if I say the next one, like you're going to get it right away. That sounds good. I'll give you this hint. It came out in the same issue as the Resident Evil 2 review. Is it a square game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are there Final Fantasy characters in it? Um, I don't know, honestly. What? I, I I honestly I honestly don't so, know because I've never so what's, actually. What's the other game that they compared it to? Tactics Ogre. It's got to be Final Fantasy Tactics, but Cloud like it's definitely Final Fantasy characters in there. And I thought I haven't played it. Granted, my dentist wants me to play it. He says it's his favorite <laughs> Final Fantasy game. My dentist <laughs> wants me to play it. <laughs> he recognized that I had a Moogle tattooed on my arm, and he was like, oh, what's your favorite Final Fantasy? And I was like, oh, it's kind of all over the place because I'm nostalgic for Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, but I also really loved 15 and the world and the combat and everything. And he's like, mine's tactics. And I was like, damn, that's like a, that's a, that's one of the only ones I haven't played. But um, he's like, yeah, you should play it. So I told him I would play that if he played Persona 5. So, well, and then I got a root canal. It's a, si- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a single player game. Okay. Best feature is the job ability uh, system rules. Worst feature is the battlefields could have been bigger. It got a nine and a half, a nine, eight and a half, and an eight and a half. Okay. Is it a, is it, I mean, we don't die if we get it wrong, right? Is it Final <laughs> I Fantasy? I don't know. Do you you came up with this game? <laughs> is I, it, is I it Final Fantasy Tactics? Final Fantasy Tactics as well, because Joey's guess is the only guess we have. <laughs> it is indeed Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay, yeah! okay. <laughs> <laughs> we mostly got it. I'm going to give us credit. Wow, for that I one. thought I thought that that was going to be a softball, but like I don't like you guys. I haven't played it either, so. <laughs> I, I really didn't think it was real-time strategy. It was. So. I, I only played a demo of it uh, like way, 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 way back in the day, and it was not for me. Uh, but okay. yes, it was a real-time game. Mm. Um, but yeah, That's probably why I avoided it, because turn-based strategy is more what my preference. So I was probably like, oh, too stressful. But I've heard so many good things. So when it, EGM loved it, and you, as we know, they can be real harsh critics, so maybe I, <laughs> maybe I need to... Well, that's the problem with Access, though, because where am I going to play it? You know what I mean? Like, I think I can play it on the PSP, yeah, PS, I believe, PS Vita. Yeah, I believe it was released on that, and I think it was... 
but wouldn't it be great if it was on the PS5? I think like it, if they offered it. I, I want to see they did do some sort of... Look it up. I don't... I, I'm a little doubtful. I I feel like there's several, like, old Square games that I would love for them. Like Chrono Cross, for example, that they're finally remastering and releasing, but if Final Fantasy Tactics is available on the PlayStation Store for the PS4, PS5, then I'll get it. Okay, but. so versions of re-releases here. So... It was, that's Japan only, that doesn't count. Um, yeah, PSP version called, uh, or a PSP version of Final Fantasy Tactics called Final Fantasy Tactics, The War of the Lions. And then, oh, that was in Japan. What? Is it? I could have swore that it's gotten another re-release in America. That's what I thought. Yep. They hate us. <laughs> okay. This one I think is going to be a softball. To the point where I'm trying to think of like, how can I make it harder? This one will probably be pretty easy. So are we ready for the for the final who knew that review? Yeah, Yay. let's do it. Okay. First review. Fictionally translated from Japanese. Blank dude number one. You know what we need? A blank style game for the ladies. Blank dude number two. Yes, starring blank. Blank dude number one. Ah, but women are physically weak. How could blank fight blank? Blank dude number two. By using a woman's greatest power. Blank dude number one. Sexual bargaining? Blank dude number two. Close, excessive emotion. Blank dude number one. Yes, we harness the mood swing's terrifying power. Blank dude number two. And how about we throw in a talking umbrella sidekick blank dude number one jackpot and so in my un-pc imagination blank was born it's a blank game draped draped in pink and dipped in a vat of sparkles luckily i have a thing for girlishness and weapons grade cute i love the ladylike way blank hikes her dress when she runs the way she twirls her umbrella like a southern belle I even liked the goofy animations that accompany her selectable moods or quote-unquote vibes. Ick. I thought that was very funny. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> These touchscreen activated moves, anger, sadness, joy, calm, add new puzzle elements to an otherwise familiar and still fun action scavenger hunt formula. Too bad the game gives all the puzzle answers away, holding your hand like a little girl. Oh, wait, that's who this game was made for. I so I I, I don't yeah, know I know it is yeah it, but wow <laughs> I am blown away by how sexist this review is <laughs> yeah I chose this this game for a reason but we'll talk about it at the end so you guys feel pretty confident oh 90, yeah one hundred percent yep okay but for the listeners at home <laughs> yeah I part of me thought about cutting out a lot but if I cut out too much yeah, I think it would have been too it would have been really ridiculous but yeah for the listeners at home review number two. With Blank, Blank delivers a stunning wake-up call to adult males who still love all things Blank. The game panders to us oldsters desperate for NES nostalgia. Come on, you know you're excited to fight a Blank again. While looking so unbelievably, unbelievably fruity that we can't even pretend that we're the target market for a game starring a pretty, pretty princess with a talking parasol. Still, it's worth a clandestine look. The game plays fairly deep, and some of the later levels sport a decent challenge. 
Overall, blank feels solid, although lo-fi visuals and bare-bones touch panel interaction keep her from becoming a true DS legend. More fun, huh? This is a this yeah. good. really rough good. review. <laughs> and this is not that long ago either. This is not that long ago. <laughs> and the third one. Who'd have thought Blank would be a more capable action heroine than Blank himself? Since she's a girl, she's all emotional, see, meaning her mood-based superpowers are built in. No need for mushrooms or tanuki suits here, thanks. She even has a handy melee weapon in the form of her parasol, meaning we can finally put the hurt on those annoying piranha plants. Of course, this tends to make Blank pretty unchallenging until the final stages. Still, it's dozens of nonlinear levels packed with clever puzzles, great bosses, and tons of fan service for Blank Maniacs make this every bit as tasty as its cotton candy worlds would suggest. Yes, even for boys. So uh, to give this final reviewer a little bit of credit, the emotional in She's All Emotional C is in italics. So I'm assuming he's making reference to the fact that like the first reviewer, this is a little a little excessive in how it's trying to pander to a certain audience. But again, part part of the reason I chose this was for uh, how problematic some of the reviews are. But if you're curious about the scores, 7.5. 7 and 8.0. So, so it's obviously better than better Assassin's Creed. Than Assassin's Creed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what game what game are we talking about? Uh the guy game obviously. It's um, obviously the guy game. Uh I can't fucking remember the subtitle but it's that Princess Peach game for the DS. Um all you remember the name of it. What it's called? I don't remember the name but I know exactly the game <laughs> in question. It's Super Princess Peach, no subtitle. Yes. That's what it's called. Okay. That's it. Bam. There you go. Yeah. Um, the the little blurbs, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, the good is a new, highly polished Mario style adventure. The bad is easier than repeating the third grade. And then the shame is the emotion felt by a grown man playing Peach in public. Ugh. So yeah, not only because I think again the reviews are aware and the reviews seem to be kind of calling out how sexist the game is. But then they lean but into then it. Leaning into it themselves, yes. And the reason I looked it up is because every time a new Souls-like game comes out, the the issue of like game difficulty comes up. And one of my points that I've I've had in the pre- in previous discussions about it is that we penalize games for being too easy, as these reviews do. This game is too easy, so they're taking off points we don't penalize them when they're too hard. And I find that interesting. You know what I mean? I think that's when we talk about games and we talk about accessibility and difficulty level, um, a game being too hard for most people is not something to be criticized. But when a game is too easy, like Super Princess Peach, I can't can't give it too high of a score because it's made for babies or in this. Uh, it's made this for reviewer. girls, Joey. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I also wonder too if there's like certain kind of genre expectations because going off of the jack t review what a lot of reviewers were actually complaining about was that how hard it is but they weren't Mm -hmm. expecting it to be that hard because it's a platformer and it's coming from a relatively accessible platformer and yeah it's it's interesting how that works but you're right though like difficulty you know like if something's like too quote-unquote easy it's 
yeah, it's inherently a bad game. When did they like right. okay? When would that come out? This was I don't see a year on this page that's convenient. Oh, two thousand six. Okay, so it's it's a little yeah. longer ago than I remember, but still. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I remember really liking the game. It was one of my first Nintendo DS games that I got because I'm a prin- big Princess Peach fan. I got the game. I got a Princess Peach DS holder. I had a pink DS. So this game was in some ways made for me. But I do remember a lot of reviews like this. Like, oh, it's too girly. I do remember some of them. This was like an early example of where I thought I saw people pushing against things like sexism in games because it is sexist to be like well we have to make the game easier because girls girls aren't as good as video games and it has to you know print you know again princess peach's powers are her emotions because obviously she can't be strong and fast like mario and so that that was an annoyance but it was like for me an early example of like we're starting to get into critically analyzing games and culture more closely um i would say this is like around the start of when we really started doing that so but yeah another fun problematic review yeah nice (laughs) (laughs) who knew that problematic review (laughs) (laughs) i think that i think that's what i'm going to search for next time is just find the worst possible reviews i could find and then we'll go from there i did see some advertisements that came up when i was fanning through a couple of magazines and man whoo yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Those were those were a time. Uh by the way, Final Fantasy Tactics is on iOS for fourteen dollars. So if you, iOS. if you want to play it on your phone, you could do that. God damn it, Square. Square <laughs> releasing the the Final Fantasy, some of the Pixel remasters for Steam and iOS. And I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> these these classic pla- these classic console games you're releasing for everything but console. <laughs> I want it on my PlayStation 5, assholes. Just play it on your fucking phone. I mean, you make it well. You can play it while you're at the dentist. You'll be like, yeah, I I'm really enjoying it. You know, there, there was like some board meeting where someone brought that up and like the chairman just screamed, play it on your fucking phone. Play it on your fucking phone. <laughs> We're not Everyone's playing. got a phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. No, I played Chrono Trigger on my phone, and that was annoying enough. Right. My, my thumbs are in the way. I'm not playing my it, TV. It has my... 3.9 stars out of uh, over 1,000 reviews, so it's not that bad. Oof. Obviously. God damn it. Anyways. But yeah, it's, I, 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 this is always fun, and I can't wait to do it again. I already have a review pulled up for my next one that I think is going to be more challenging. I feel like mine were a little easy this time. but I thought, but I thought both of mine it? were easy, but apparently that second one was a little, <laughs> yeah. a little more <laughs> difficult. Uh, you, well, you that second one, at least for me, you just hit a major blind spot in my, my gaming history. So I'm sure for, for other people that, that would have been that would have been a lot easier to get. Yeah, and as a big Final Fantasy fan, I probably should have gotten it earlier, but so, you know. Oh, well. Should, but should, should happen. Ain't that yeah, just the way? Happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how do we how do we feel about the difficulty? About the same? We want to still go for big popular games? Yeah, I think, I, think, I mean, obviously, you know, we had a blind spot with Paul, so, like, I think if we start going more obscure, uh, that might make it a little harder. Unless we want to try doing, hard, yeah. like, a, a harder, harder one and, like, a, a softball one like that, sort of. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we could try it. I don't think about tweaking it, but I'm I'm fine with doing easy. 
again, because sometimes they're not even easy. If we don't know what the other people have and haven't played or what they're familiar with. I've never played Jack 2, but I remember people talking about it and stuff. So once you got to a certain point, I was like, I think that's it. So yeah, we'll just we'll keep keep doing the same. Um, and we'll probably before that do another 20 questions because I thought was re- that was really fun yeah. too. Yeah, so. I agree. That's super fun. Yeah, so check that out in the future. Uh, keep an eye out for those. Like I said, next week, if we can figure out a schedule, I think Tab and I, it feels like we're pretty confident that we're going to be able to record next week. And we're going to talk about Horizon Forbidden West. And another reminder, we're going to be giving away a code for Horizon Forbidden West next week as well. So listen to the episode to find out how to win. And once again, you can get a code for Thronebreaker if you write in and write a song sing a song paint a picture draw a sketch whatever you want some kind of fan art dedicated to Thronebreaker. uh first one that submits it we will give you a code for the platform of your choice you can email us ideas for future games if you have games that you want us to do for who knew that review or 20 questions i'm the only one that sees the email so i will steal them and claim them for my own no i will give you credit uh, but you can write those in at prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Lost for Man. Ron's on Twitter at Big Bad Ron. And on Instagram at Not Big Bad Ron or Handsome Boy Frank for his kitty cats. And Paul is not really on social media all that much, but he does have something, I think, that he wants to talk about. Yeah, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Resident Evil 1, but oh, I God. absolutely love Thronebreaker. It delivers on all the promise of that first Resident Son Evil game. Yeah, every everywhere where Resident Evil 1 clearly dropped the ball as a famously terrible, unremarkable game, Thronebreaker picks that ball up, shoots a, a, a three-pointer, and yeah, runs it into the end zone for a touchdown. So... Check out Thronebreaker. Email <laughs> us with your Resident Evil Thronebreaker crossover fan art. I'd love to see it. Um, and, I want uh, yeah. I want someone to draw Thronebreaker peeing on Resident <laughs> Evil in the style of Calvin peeing on things. I want that. What if What if someone did like an adult parody version called Throatbreaker? Would that count? <laughs> <laughs> would we can Would we accept that? <laughs> hey it's art you know what what uh, who am the i fact, the who fact I that you say? had that on the tip of your tongue <laughs> waiting to go well when you said throat breaker it sounded like you were gonna say or throne breaker i thought you were gonna say throat breaker and i was like whoa what's the throat breaker and then i was like oh obviously it's the adult parody of throne breaker that's that's the vivid not exclusive. In existence but yeah so send in your throat breaker fan art and uh, <laughs> get a code for the game. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, check out again the episode next week for the chance to win a code. And we will talk to you later. Bye. 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 Bye.